Hi, everyone, and welcome to Outside the Crystal Ball, episode 24. I'm Emily Minton. And I'm Reverend Ronald Flores. And on today's show, we're going to discuss the Nine of Wands tarot card, evidential mediumship, and we have an amazing psychic game that we're going to teach you guys to play using tarot cards. Let's get into it. So today, Emily, we're doing it a little bit different, okay? Mm -hmm. So normally we do tarot in the beginning after our intro, but today we're going to do psychic games. And the reason for that is because it is tarot. So at the end of the show, we're going to do our normal tarot. So let me explain to everybody what's going to happen here. For psychic games today, we're going to show you a screen on, or we're going to show you a card on the screen. And what I want you to do is really hone in on that card. Pick out all the symbolism. If you're getting any intuitive messages, write all of that stuff down. Use all your clairs. That's it. All of your clairs. And then at the end of the show, I'm going to describe it like I normally would. And I want you to compare it with what I'm what with what I am saying that it means. And if you have picked out something that's in the card that I didn't, leave it in the comments below. I'm not perfect. I can't remember everything. So I'd really like to know um, if you've gotten something that I didn't. Also with tarot, I'm going to make a slight change. Instead of us going through the card and relating it to relationship, money, and career, and things like that, I'm not going to do that anymore. And the reason for that is because it really does depend on the spread and the situation, and I don't want people to think that that card means that in relationship all the time, because that's actually not true. A lot of it has to do with the symbolism in the card. It's a visual thing, but... 50%, the other 50% is your intuitive side, right? It's what your guides are telling you that that card means for that person in that particular situation, in that particular spread. So it gets very um, detailed and I don't want it to be a uh, a meaning for, for everything, right? So in love, I don't want it, to, I don't want people to think that that card means exactly that in love or career or whatever. Um, so we're going to change it up a little bit, but go ahead and let's take a look at the card. So here is the nine of wands. Now remember, and I'm not going to describe it yet, but remember while you're doing this nine, there's a, there's a, a meaning for nine and wands represent action and work. There's colors in here. There's symbols. There's all kinds of stuff going on. So if you have to pause the video and look over the card and Google write it down, if you're not watching on YouTube, don't Google it. You could Google what the card looks like. Oh, what it looks like. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, no, the meaning I want them to do Go it. to chat GPT <laughs> and type in nine Stop. of ones. No. <laughs> no, but if you don't have, if you're not watching on YouTube, go to, you can Google the images yeah. and yeah. just look at the right. card. Right. Yeah. So, um, and look at the card and, you know, write down all of your stuff. And then at the end of the, the uh, show, again, I'm going to go over it like I normally would and we'll compare and see what happens. I'm excited. That's going to be fun. Yeah. So some minor housekeeping mm -hmm. before we get into minor, it. Minor, nothing major. I know. I know you have a few things. I have a few things. We have a few things. There's a lot going on with the podcast, guys. We want you to pay very close attention. Exciting stuff, mm -hmm. by the way. We are changing studios. This will be, I think, the second to last. Right? No, we have two more after this Two one. more after this one in this studio, and then we're we're moving it. Um. Then what else are we doing? Oh, we've been going through feedback 
and we want you to know that we're we're with you on the audio and video. We are improving it. We're getting new mics and we are um improving YouTube video and things like that, trying to make it more interactive, more enjoyable and things like that. I have a couple other things, but before I get to those, what do you have? I just want to remind you guys on Spotify, if you're listening on Spotify, which a lot of you do, they have those polls on there and there's not been a ton of interaction on those. I would really like you guys to participate a little more. I want to know your opinions on these things. This is, you know, the purpose of the podcast when we started this was to build a community and to do that, everyone needs to to collaborate. We got to work together a little bit. So I, I love when you guys send us emails. I love the comments on YouTube and the comments on on the podcast platforms. So keep doing that. We absolutely love it. Right. Um, okay, so we are going to be ending season one officially very soon and starting season two. Um, I think we just discussed that whenever we're in the new studio, mm-hmm. that will be f- officially season two. Yeah, so you guys will see it in January. Yeah, and then I have some plans that I haven't told you yet, but um, something to think about is what we want to do for like the new season. Like we want you guys to comment below. Let us know what you've liked, what you haven't liked, all of that stuff, what you want to see. And that way we can start implementing some stuff into season two. We're lining up guest speakers for next season already in February into March, I think. Mm -hmm. Did you say January earlier too? Possibly. Possibly January. Um, Let us know again in the comments. Do you like the guest speakers? What do you want to hear them talk about? What do you not want to hear them talk about? All We want your opinions. Um, And then I think that's pretty much it on my end for the changes. Yeah, we have some really cool paranormal investigations coming up. We've kind of had a lull in investigative. T- we, we haven't had a ton of investigations over the last couple of months, but we have um, one really old house in that that's close to us. Um, we have a residential investigation coming up, and then we're doing the Clay County Jail again. If you guys were watching on YouTube, we did a little uh, metaphysical mm-hmm. minute at the jail, but we're going to do you know, where we're there all night long there and the courthouse next door. So we have all of those coming up over the next couple of months. And you guys will be able to hear about those January, February ish, you know, in that time frame. Um, as far as Black Creek Paranormal goes, if you go to that web page, you can see that there's several tabs across the top. I'm going to add a tab to that at the beginning of the year. And I'm going to start offering mediumship oh, services. Snap. So it's going to be a, a, a trial basis for a little bit just to make sure I can fit it in my schedule and, you know, do those types of things that so if you guys want to sign up for that, I'll put more information on that page. Um, it, it'll be up by the time this podcast is posted. But I also want to remind you guys, rate, review, subscribe. That's so important to us. Um, we have the contest going on right now. We have, you think you have, when this post, you'll have four days yeah. left to enter the contest for that super cool hoodie. And Tumblr and bag and T-shirt. That's a whole bunch of stuff. It is, yeah. Um, and tell us real quick too, since you since you mentioned mediumship services, for those people who don't know what mediumship is, maybe they're listening for the first time. What exactly is that? What service are you offering? So mediumship, the way that that's different, we've talked about this a little bit on the show. It's not necessarily a psychic reading, meaning that I'm not going to tell you kind of what's coming up in the future. I am going to be a medium, be a a person that connects you to your loved ones that have already transitioned. So they send messages through me to you. 
So I'm able to, and we're going to talk about kind of how my process works today, actually, for evidential mediumship, but it's just a service I offer. It'd be about 30 minutes long in Zoom, usually. Um, so we can do it all over the country, all over the world. You know, we'll set up a time uh, to, to make that happen. If you go on there and there is not a time that you that, that fits your schedule, shoot me an email. We can always make something work. I'm going to put some pretty generic time frames up. So like I said, if you if something if you need something outside of that time frame, let me know. OK, yeah, she's just getting started. So be gentle. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, I've been doing it for a really long time. Well, I mean, just I haven't ever yeah. done it, you know, for people that I don't know. Right. Or somebody not in mediumship circle. So I meant the whole website right. thing. It's been a very logistic. Yeah. Of it. And I've, I've done it in a very protected environment before where it's OK to you know, not get 100% of the information right all the time, which you're never going to do, well, listen, right? it's time to put on your big girl pants. I got to do it. I got to do it. And you got to do it. I do. That's it. So now, and there was a method to my madness. I Sorry. was going to segue into evidential mediumship. So let's do it. <laughs> Unless we have any, I think that's the last housekeeping that we have. Yeah, guys. I think that's everything. And we can take off the tarot card on the screen that's been on oh, there forever, but that's, that's okay. okay. You guys have had it's a long good. time Listen, to stare at it. I know we were stuttering and stumbling in the beginning, but we're getting it. There's a lot of new stuff happening. <laughs> it's cold outside for whatever. It's so I'm cold. just going to blame it on that. Listen, it's cold. we're in Florida. <laughs> it's not supposed to be cold. Not this cold, anyway. I know. At least it was cold. sun shining today a little bit. Though, it was. Because I can't live without sunshine. Even right. though I don't like the sun, I if I wake Are you up a vampire? and it is. Dr- Shh. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Um, all your secrets but but listen if it's dark and gloomy outside and i wake up i'm like yeah i'm going back to bed right and okay. i think that's pretty much the general feel for I, if the sun's shining i'm like up cleaning i'm doing my stuff yeah. and at least it was sun shining yeah i've transitioned recently from a work from home job to a get up and put real pants on and go to work job and it's not fun when it's cold yeah when i work from home i could just stay in my sweatpants yeah. with my blankie I can't do that anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care for it. So let's talk a little bit about how my process works if you do um, reach out to me for, for a reading. So there are mediums and then there's evidential mediums. And I think most of us work as evidential mediums. When you go to read, when you have a reading done at, uh, with a medium, you want a message from your loved one, right? You want to know mom's hanging around or grandma's hanging around or grandpa, whoever it is. Now, you get these messages sometimes. Let's say you go to a medium and they go, oh, your grandma's here and she says she loves you. Well, you know what? Of course she does, right? That's pretty vague. The difference between that and what what you and I do, evidential mediumship, is I produce evidence. I'm going to prove to you who it is before I give you a message. Mm-hmm. So evidential mediumships, mediumship, it, it begins with pieces of evidence, right? That's how we get the term evidential mediumship. And it tells and it helps you to figure out who you're talking to. So I'm going to go in and I'm going to ask questions to your loved one. And I'm going to ask, are you a male or or a female? And I'm to the point where I don't really have to ask the questions anymore. It just kind of comes to me. But, you know, that's what I'm going for. I need a gender. I need a an age of passing. Um, How did you pass? Did you have children? Were you married? I'm going to ask you, did you have, you know, what were your hobbies? What were your interests? I'm going to feel, I'm going to use my clairsentience and feel into that person's personality. Mm -hmm. Because that, to me, is more important than what they looked like. Because I have had, I'm I'm sure in the past you have too, 
I've had people come in. For example, I have a friend that I read for regularly. Her dad comes in every time with a full head of hair. The man was bald from the time he was 30, but he presents with hair like he had when he was 20. You can't rule out a person um, that's coming to give you a message just because their hair looks different. Or, you know, the the medium said they were five foot five and they were five foot six. Or, you know, so feeling into that personality is going to to really help you to identify that person. Were they funny? Were they grouchy? Mm -hmm. You know, were they someone that that walked into the room and lit it up? Or were they the person who walked into the room and you were like, oh, you know? So how did that person make you feel? Um, I'm going to try and find out, although I'm not 100%, I'm not 100% with any of it, but location. That's really a, a good one. Because if I can go in and I'm seeing the beach or I'm seeing mountains or I'm seeing certain types of floral and or fauna and what is it? Fauna and I'm a freaking science teacher. Fauna? Fauna and flora and fauna. That's what it is, right? Animals and plants. I just know Jane Fonda. <laughs> <laughs> Floral and fauna and fonda. <laughs> now I want fondue. <laughs> Stop. Stop. We need to stop because I'm so hungry. So, so when when you go in and you're looking for those things, you're able to tell your sitter or prove to your sitter who you're talking to. And mm-hmm. that's the the majority of the reading is let me prove to, who, to you who I have. Mm-hmm. Then we're going to get to a message, right? Then I'm going to mm-hmm. give that message, mm-hmm. deliver that message. And I have never run into someone that has passed that didn't like the way that that worked. They're not, you know, there's been a couple of times, I guess, that they're a little bit more pushy Mm -hmm. than others, but sometimes they got a lot to say, you know, and they only have X amount of energy to say it with. So they're trying to get it, Mm -hmm. to get it through. Um, I remember when I was doing mediumship, there would be two different types of sessions and that would be. I would sit with the person and we would start, I would connect with an energy and we would start going through all the stuff, the hair, Uh all of that that you just expressed. And then sometimes, maybe 10 to 15% of the time, I wouldn't have to do that. And there was one in my mind that I remembered. I was at a session. I was at a group reading. I probably had, I don't know, about 15 people. And I went to this one lady and I was like, there's a guy named Joe. So it was evidential, right? Because immediately she's like, okay, I know who that is. And I was like, he's telling me about his smelly socks. We didn't need to go through any of his features. She knew exactly what that meant. And she said that that day she had saw and smelled his smelly socks because I guess he had this foot problem or whatever. I don't know. But it was immediate. We didn't have to go through that. And then there were some times when I would sit down with someone and I'm like, okay, the first thing I'm seeing is black hair. And some people would be like, okay, okay. And they'll get all into it, right? Mm-hmm. And they'll be like, I know exactly who that is. But sometimes they'll say, okay, there were two people with black hair. Right. That's- my aunt and my grandmother, <laughs> and they're both dead. Right. And you got to figure out who Then it you is. have to keep going through the list. And you'd be surprised at how many um, similarities there were between those two people. Because mm-hmm. you'll go down 10 different items, and they're like, we still don't know who we're talking to. It's yeah. either the aunt or the grandma. Right? And so... I just wanted to throw no, that in No, that's there because... exactly what happens. Or the third thing that happens is, no, I don't recognize that person. And then you get an email a week later. Oh, my God. I cannot believe I forgot my cousin, mm-hmm. Larry. This is You described him to a T. Right. My mom reminded me. So those are the kind of the three scenarios yeah, yeah. that you normally will get. Um, 
And then they're like, well, why did Larry even come through, right? Because why? Why do you think that that is? Why do you think that somebody that they wanted, let's say that you went into a session and they really wanted to talk to their mom, but their uncle that they really have never even knew comes through? I don't know why that is. I've often wondered that too, like, because my grandfather, my mom's dad comes through, I'd say every other mediumship circle. I've never met the man. He died three years before I was born. I think they're developing relationships with you on the other side. Because I'm a firm believer in if your relationship here was fractured or even non-existent, like mine and his, I never met him. You can build it from the other side. Because my mom has always told me, if you ever met your grandfather, he would have loved you. You know, you're you're feisty. He would have liked you because he was apparently mean as a snake. So um, why would he like me? I wonder. But um, (laughs) (laughs) I think... do I think they build relationships? They repair relationships from the other side because now they're seeing the bigger picture, mm-hmm. you know. And you are giving them the opportunity by visiting a medium, by visiting a psychic, to to help repair that, to help them to kind of close that chapter. Because you have to think they're on the other side and they are preparing to go to their next car- reincarnation, mm-hmm. not reincarnation, I guess incarnation. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're trying to check these boxes. You know, I've got these things to still fix before I can go on. So they're going to try to do that. And then it gets frustrating for the medium and the person that you're reading for because they cannot confirm anything. And that's happened more than once. Mm-hmm. They won't. They'll be like, well, I don't really know anything about that person. Right. And then as the medium, you start to get down on yourself. Right. You're like, oh, you start doubting crap, it. here we go. Mm-hmm. You know, and that does happen. And I've had it to where, in, at least in my experience, where it'll turn out really good or the reading might not turn out so good. And then you don't see that person for, never again because they're like, right. Well, I don't know. But then there are times when they they come back and they send those emails or they call and they're like, oh, my God, we were talking. I I told my mom about the session. I told her you were crazy because you were just pulling the shit from nowhere. And then all of a sudden she tells me, no, that's my brother. Right. Right. So I get that a lot. It goes a hundred different ways. It really does. It really does. I I did a reading not too long ago for a lady and she was so nice and she was so patient with me because I feel like evidential mediumship, it goes a little bit slower. Than, than some of the stuff that you might see on TV. It's not rapid fire all the time. You know, sometimes it can be, but sometimes it takes a little bit of time to get the information, to get the proof. So anyway, I'm slowly going through, you know, you have two kids. The kid was named after your dad. I'm seeing a jungle. Was he in a jungle? It's very pretty here. There's a waterfall. And she's like, I don't know anything about a jungle. I was like, all right, and we're moving on. You know, was he in the military? Yep. Blah, 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 blah. We checked all these things. And at the end she goes, oh, he was in the Vietnam War. Mm. There jungle right mm-hmm. so it's these pieces that as a medium you don't have a clue mm-hmm. why is he in a jungle did he go on vacation is he in costa rica like where where is he where right. is this jungle i don't know i just see showing me a jungle and it's important to him that was a big piece of his life mm-hmm. and that leads me to tell you guys to remind you that what's important to you isn't always important to them mm-hmm. i had a lady tell me a story about how her uncle her great uncle was a huge bigwig at NASA when he was alive, like in the 60s, huge bigwig. And that's what she was, That when she thought of him, that's what she thought of was his his engineering and his you know ability to do all these wonderful, great things in space exploration. But to him, that was a piece of who he was. Mm-hmm. So when he came through, he never mentioned space. He never mentioned NASA. He talked about all the other things that were important to him. So just because, you know, you're thinking, oh, I really liked my grandma's apple pie. She, that's what she was known for. And so you expect this apple pie to come through in a reading. 
That's not how it works. Mm -hmm. You know, that's not how any of this works. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So don't expect what's important to you to be important to them. Sometimes it is. Sometimes it'll match. But Mm -hmm. other times it doesn't. Another piece of evidence that I like to get is, um, do you have something of theirs? I try to ask that. Um, I did a reading one time for, I think, one of your your friends that that, um, came to me for a reading. And I said, what is something that you have? I was asking the person who passed away, what is something that they have that's yours? And he kept showing me a yearbook, a yearbook, a yearbook, a yearbook. So I said, you know, something, yes, I said, he showed me a yearbook and he, she she got a little bit teary and she's like, I'm wearing his class ring. So those are connections that you have to, I don't, I'm not going to tell you ever to stretch this, but that fits together, right? Mm-hmm. You're not saying yearbook and she's like, oh, I have his wedding ring. That does not fit right. together. It's his class ring. Um, I had a thought and now it has escaped me. But that's why I like evidential mediumship because I am so skeptical. Mm-hmm. Prove it to me. Mm-hmm. Prove that you have grandpa. Prove to me that you have my sister or my aunt or my whatever, whoever. Prove it to me. Mm-hmm. And if you're telling me things, not knowing me, and things that, you know, you can't Google. <laughs> you can't right. Google that I have my grandma's earrings, right? So those are the pieces that are going to prove to you that there is people mm-hmm. around you. Your, your loved ones are around you. There is life after death, which was what started me on this quest to begin with. Mm-hmm. So this is kind of how it all wraps up for me is it proved to me, yeah, how do I know this stuff? If there's not life after death, if I'm not speaking to your your Aunt Mary that passed away 10 years ago, how do I know the things that I know? How are people reading me and telling me things that they don't know about me? So I think it's pretty amazing. I think that. Um, if you can, if it's something that's in your budget to everyone should go and do it, you know, at, at least once with someone that's really good. There are people out there that will give you the vague readings. You know, grandma mm-hmm. says she loves you. Well, of course she does. You know, I, I can go right. and tell everybody that grandma says she And sometimes that is the message. I don't want to discount that because right. sometimes after I've proven who it is, they're like, I just love them. I'm so proud of them. They were, you know, they'll tell me that they were at your graduation or they were at your wedding or they were at a birthday. Um, I had a, a reading the other day where I, I told the, the, a gentleman that I was reading for in, in mediumship circle. And then I said, um, there was just one of your grandchildren just had a had a birthday. And he goes, yep, they're twins. They just had a birthday yesterday. So they tell me things to let me know, to tell you, to let you know they're there. They're mm-hmm. at the birthday parties. Mm-hmm. They're at the baby showers. They're all these places that you are, and they they want you to know that. Most of the time, that's what the messages are. Sometimes they're very specific. Sometimes it's, I'm sorry about X, Y, and Z. Sometimes it's very specific. But did you find that when you did your mediumship readings that a lot of times it was just, I'm here. I love you. I'm here. Right. It is. It, it, that's exactly what it is. They want you to know that Again, they're they're attending those birthdays and weddings and all that. Like some people leave, um, and I know in weddings they'll leave a seat reserved mm-hmm. with a rose in it for people who've passed on, and you know things like that. They're actually acknowledging that you're doing that, and they're there with you at that exact moment. And um, so I just wanted to go over a little prep list because you had mentioned, um, you know, finding someone that who could do a mediumship reading for you and things like that. I want people to understand something because I found this whenever I was doing it is that whenever you some people will test you 
Oh, well, most of the people will test you. And that's good to be tested. But at the same time, it can interfere with the session because you're so focused on something that you're throwing the energy off. The energy off. Energy can be very fragile sometimes. And what I mean is that I've had many, many, many people in a session. I'm just going to give you an example. This wasn't a real life thing. But let's say that they hired me to come do the session for them. I got there and then I immediately mentioned, um, I don't know, uh, uh, corn on the cob. I don't know. We'll just say that. And they're like, oh, my God, I kept telling her to say corn on the cob. That's how I knew you were real. Right. And then sometimes they'll do it and it will throw off the session because they won't get that. And I'm like, well, you focused on that so much. It's really your fault, but it's not. okay. (laughs) it's like an energy thing. So be very open minded whenever you're whenever you're approaching this situation. Don't really have any agenda. Allow the medium to work. Allow the medium to do their job without interference. Mm-hmm. Now, you can talk to the person before they get there and, you know, do all I of that encourage stuff. it. Yeah, absolutely. Just don't focus on one thing. Allow that person to freely speak mm-hmm. and allow the medium to do their job. Yeah, because like I said, what's important to you isn't always important to them. You know, if you say, make sure you tell me about a lemon before, you know, or it's not going to be real and they don't mention a lemon, they could be throwing lemons at my <laughs> face and I just don't get it. Can we right? talk about all the food on this episode? Because I literally <laughs> am starving. Literally. And before I got here, I was going to stop at the... I'm not going to say any more names on here. But anyways, I'm going to stop at a taco place. <laughs> <laughs> and I was going to eat a taco in the freaking parking lot because I'm so hungry. And now we're just sitting here mentioning food. Sorry. And I'm just even more hungry now. I'm sorry. Well, we'll transition into uh, the Claire's and talk about how we can taste as oh. we're doing readings. How about that? Yeah, great. <laughs> Apple pie. Apple pie, donuts, <laughs> pasta. Oh, no, no. Mm. Anyway, so yeah, that is evident. That's right. Yeah. So that's how it kind of works. And I did yeah. want people to understand before they go into a session, just have an open mind. Don't have, have an, an open mind. And I like the prep idea because people will ask, what should I do to get ready for it? Talk to your loved ones. Yeah. Whoever it is you want to talk to, ask them to come through. Mm-hmm. Hey, I am getting ready to go speak to a medium on Saturday. Can you please show up? I I do that when I have readings, like people, do they always show up? No. Sometimes, you know, Aunt Sue doesn't have quite as much to say as grandma does. So grandma's coming forward. Right. You don't know that. Right. You know, and and the medium doesn't know that. It's just whoever shows up. But definitely ask them to come forward. Um, Keep that open mind. A hundred percent. Don't focus on one thing and rule out everything else. (laughs) You know, what's so funny is that whenever I would get to a place or whenever they would come here. I got to the point where, and this is bad for me to admit, but I would start looking for their their rings, their necklaces, their purse. And I'm like, I know you got something of this person. You're wearing too much jewelry and your purse is loaded with stuff. In there is something. I know. So then it would start to throw me off because then really? I was like, I was getting too involved and I'm like... Oh, God, I know they have something. What is it? I need Mm. to know because they're coming to test me. Right. And you would always know they would set that purse down right (laughs) on that table and they would scoot it towards you as close as they can get. They're like, are you getting anything from the purse? Oh, my (laughs) God. No, I'm just saying. But I would always look for a purse because I'm like, oh, God, they're going to test me. They're going to test me. So, you know, I do better. I do. I think my now keep in mind, I've practiced more online in online circles and stuff than I have face to face. And I think I do better 
online where I don't see anything. I can see people from the, you know, from their butts, from their chest up. And I think I do better because I don't have their purse. I don't have the, you right. know, the flashy yeah. stuff to really worry about. I think that's good. So if you are wanting to do this, if you're wanting to dive into this practice, here's how you start. You go into a space, right? You get quiet. It doesn't have to be a haunted house, quote unquote. Y'all know I hate that word. It doesn't have to be anything like that. They're around you all the time. I personally still cannot pick up on my own loved ones. I haven't gotten to that point yet because I know what they look like. I know what mm-hmm. they sounded like. But, um, and I don't do it my, for my family because I know their relatives as well. Mm-hmm. But I find someone I can practice on, someone I trust. And I just try, you know, is it a man or a woman? I start with that. And write down what you feel. I'm a writer as I, I do my reading so I don't forget anything. Is it a man or a woman? Go with your gut. Don't second guess it, right? So you write down man. Okay. What color hair does that person have? Mm-hmm. Write that down. How do they feel? Do they feel funny? Do they feel uh, sad? Do they feel happy? Do they feel, you know, how do they feel? Do they feel warm and fuzzy? Then write that down and just go down that checklist that we talked about at the beginning and see what information you get. And when you're done five minutes into it, 10 minutes into it, ask, you know, validate, ask for validation. As the sitter, they should never tell you anything other than yes, no, or I don't know. If they're giving you the story as soon as you say, well, I see a man, he's wearing overalls. Oh, that's got to be Uncle Joe. He was a farmer. Oh, and then I would say stop. It makes me nuts. I would say stop right there. I don't want to know. See, I feel so rude. (laughs) No, I did not feel rude at all because I didn't want them to do that. I don't either. The only way to to do it is just to say stop because if you go into the sugar coating and all that, you're going to get thrown off. Yeah. And so, and they would, and people get excited. I understand, right? Right. Um, people get really excited that they're talking to Meemaw from 20 years right. ago, but I don't need to know the story. I'm trying to tell you right. so that we can validate that that is the person that we're talking right. to. How am I supposed to know that if you just told me her whole life? You came to me. Right. <laughs> right. Don't tell me. Don't feed the medium. <laughs> Who's charging And at who? the end, at the end, you can tell all your stories. Like at the end, oh, yeah. I want to be validated. At yeah. the end, I want you to see, tell me what, what was spot on and what was like, I don't know. I'm going to have to put that yeah. on you know, the side for now and figure it out later. I want to know, but in the middle of it, don't do that. Yeah, and sometimes they would be like, you could tell that they were so excited. They wanted to say something. And so then it happens all the time. People would be like, okay, can I just tell you? And I'm like, okay, go ahead. I'm just going to let you go ahead and tell me. Because I validated up to this point. I'm confident that I know who we're talking to. Go ahead. Tell me the whole story if you want. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's funny, though. Mediumship is so funny. It is. It's fun. I love it. I love it because every single time I'm proving that there's life after death. Like mm-hmm. every single reading, I come away feeling a little more confident about it. Um, and you know, that's You know what's really good? My ice cold drink that I have. Oh. By the way, you can purchase these on RevRonaldFlores.com. <laughs> For twenty four ninety nine, so go ahead and go on to revronaldflores.com, look up OCB merch, and buy one, please. Thank you. We love you. <laughs> I'm so hungry. He's delusional. Oh my goodness! Oh, there was a study, and I didn't print it out. I found it on my phone today. I'm gonna have to post a, a blog about it. But there is a study on disassociative identity disorder. Uh and mediums. And I was reading through it and it's a research paper that was written to disprove mediums and they couldn't. Mm. They couldn't prove it. 
but I couldn't disprove it. Hey, that's a win. And yeah, I was like, that's really interesting. And there was another study, and I didn't write it down because, you know, I was doing this at work today. But <laughs> I was reading the podcast no, to your coworkers. <laughs> right. I was reading these articles online and I, I didn't write this one down, but it had the same it wasn't about disassociative identity disorder, but it was again, let me prove you wrong and they couldn't. Mm-hmm. You know, so I think that's pretty cool. I think that's pretty cool. You know, guys, I'm I, I love anything that can be backed up by mm-hmm. research. Right. I think that's awesome. All right, you know what I'm excited about right now is to see how well these people did on their tarot card Okay, let's go over I guess we're keeping it short and sweet today, guys. Um, All right, so I'm going to put the tarot card back on the screen. And for those of you who are listening, let me describe this card to you. There is a person standing here. I don't know what clothing, what century that's from. I'm going to say 18th, 17th century, something like that. I don't know. It looks like he's, yeah, he looks like Camelot. Yeah. Whatever that is. What? King know. Arthur? Camelot? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. King Arthur. Knights of the Round yeah, yeah, Table? Yeah. He looks there. like he's from then. Exactly. And there are these to get you out more. wands. <laughs> <laughs> these wands behind him. Okay. And we all know what wands look like. If you've seen a tarot card, they're, they look like sticks with little leaves growing from them or whatever. And they're perfectly lined up. Well, they're not perfectly even, but they are lined up. Okay. They're standing straight up and down, but they, they don't really... What am I trying to say? They're all in a straight row, but the tops, like some are shorter than others. Right. There Their you go. height is not the same. Drawing straws, basically. I'm yeah. going to go make you a sandwich. <laughs> I feel faint. <laughs> okay. So this guy is standing in front of these wands and he's holding one of them. Okay. And he's he's got a bandage over his head and all that. He looks pretty beat up. He looks like he needs some tacos. He does. <laughs> But he's looking over his shoulder. So let me start talking about this, okay? And I've made some some notes here. All right, so the Nine of Wands. Let's start with the number, okay? And for those of you who wrote down everything, again, comment below if I missed something, you have something that I didn't pick up on. There's a million different meanings to every single card. Um, The Nine represents wanting to be accepted, forgiveness, and unconditional love. If we apply that to him, he's looking over his shoulder either to make sure that nobody else is coming after him, and that's if it was reversed, or if it's standing straight up, it means that he's looking for acceptance. He's done all of this work, and he wants to show it off in some way. He wants people to know that he's worked hard for this. Um, In my notes, I have that he looks beat up, like we just said. But he's showing that he's worked nonstop. He wants to show it off, blah, blah, blah. Wands, again, represent action and work. He's just worked his butt off. But here's the funny thing. He has his sleeves pulled up, okay, like he's worked. But the only thing that represents him being beat up is the bandage on his head. He doesn't look rough. I mean, his hair's, you know, whatever. But his clothes aren't tattered or or anything like that. He just, he he's, you can tell that he's done some kind of work with these wands. I think, in my personal opinion, he deserves a break. And that could mean that whatever you draw this card for, you could be needing to take a break from whatever it is, possibly. Um, and then, again, with him looking around, he's he's looking for somebody or he's looking for something. But in this card, he's he's actually looking to show off his work. If it were, again, upright, if it's reversed, he's looking over his shoulder to make sure that nobody else is actually coming after him. 
Um, Emily, what do you... Oh, and then, then, then the green. Okay, there's actually controversy here. Oh. The color of his clothes. What color do you think that is? His, uh, his pants and shoes. His I'm pants sorry. and shoes are green. Right. Some... His top is orange, question mark. Mm-hmm. So the pants or the tights and the shoes, some people see it as yellow. I see it as green. Green representing the heart chakra, representing love, representing unconditional love going back to that number nine. If you apply that to this, that means he's doing it from a place of love, which means he doesn't have ill intent unless the card is reversed. That could represent ill intent. Okay. The the clothing is a reddish, orangish, almost brown. And brown, they're actually red is part of brown. Orange and red are very similar. So we're going to call it root chakra and sacral chakra, meaning he's creative, but meaning he's grounded. Okay. So that's other symbolism to look for. And then the mountains in the back are green, but mountains we know represent overcoming obstacles and doing it from in in this in this instance a place of love. So Knowing that you have done all this work, but you still have obstacles to overcome, but you're going to do it from a place of love. It's not ill intent, again, unless it was reversed. So I'm curious to know what you guys picked up on in this card. And if you um, were to relate this to your life, what does it mean for you? Uh, comment down below and let us know. I'm very curious to know. But yeah, that's pretty much what it is. Action and work from a place of love and you're looking for acceptance. You want to be part of a tribe. We talk about that often on the podcast, trying to find your your group or your people. That was cool. I want to do that one again. I like that game. Yeah. That was fun. And you guys, if you get a tarot deck or even just go online and look at the pictures. Oh, yeah. They have random generators for tarot. Ooh, do they? Yeah, you can Google a random tarot generator and it will automatically, it'll just randomly generate one for you. That's not fun, though. It's not fun. But it's free. But we are coming into AI, as you were mentioning earlier. So Disgusting. now, off to- this is totally off topic, but I'm actually working on trying to find a way that AI and spirituality can get along because there is, well, I'm not going to get into it, but I'm working on it. I'm working through it because I am a tech person and I love tech and I love AI and what it can do, but I don't like what AI can do eventually, right? Right. And I'm a spiritual person at the end of the day. So how do I relate that to spirituality? It's a whole thing. We're going to have to do a whole this show This is my on skeptical this. face. <sighs> Anyways, I'm not looking at it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I like to have the cards like a book. I want to see the book. I want to feel the book. I want to smell the book. The same with the cards. Like I just, I don't know. I'm tactile. I like right. to touch stuff. Yeah. I get in trouble for that when I was little. You can touch your keys when you say chatgpt.com or whatever it is. How do I, I don't know. I don't know. Can you draw me a ra- random tarot card? Um, but yeah, I, I, I am, I'm very curious in the whole AI thing, but I, I'm not going to say what I think yet because I want to make sure that I know what I'm talking about first. So you guys have to watch out for that episode. Yeah, I'll have questions. I'll have a lot I of questions. I will have questions too. So hopefully we both have answers. We have no answers. <laughs> um, oh, and a new segment that we're wanting to oh, yeah. do is messages. Mm-hmm. Where I channel my guides, and Emily doesn't know it yet, but she's also going to channel her guides, and we're both going to do messages. How about because that? Because you are a practicing medium, so you actually have the, well, we both do, but you more, since you are practicing mediumship, you can have, you can do trance channeling. And I'm curious to see I've never done that where before. that takes you. 
have to practice it. It can be a very scary thing. Yeah. Because sometimes you're not in your body when you trench channel. I don't channel. care for that. Trench channelers usually don't know <laughs> what they've said. <laughs> <laughs> so me after a few beers? <laughs> Let's do it. We can get drunk on this show. Drunk mediumship. Like drunk history. Do we have to keep it professional? No. It's our podcast. We can do what we want. Can I smoke a bowl? Yeah, I yeah. I'm it. a huge marijuana person, by the way. If you didn't know that, like a lot of my clients do know. <laughs> like you but... couldn't tell by the munchies he has right now. <laughs> well, I didn't drive here. So anyways, <laughs> anyways, uh, so anyways, yeah, that's a little uh, personal stuff. But you guys got to get to know us personally because that's going to start and, coming out soon. And we're delights. We're great to know. We are. Just ask any of our two friends. Right. <laughs> And all the spirits that we talk to. All the dead Hopefully, people. Hopefully that is dead people and not 26 personalities in our head. Well, to be determined. TBD. Anyway, so thank you guys so much for listening. Don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, like, share, comment. I want it all. If you can give it, give it to it. I want to know what you guys think of the show. We're coming up on season two. There are changes that need to be made. We're aware that the audio and the, the video are works in processes, but... We're going to nail down and we're going to do it the right way. Also, don't forget the giveaway when this airs. What is today's date? Because I want to let them know. Today is the 28th of November and we're posting this on the 11th of December. Mm -hmm. So we literally have four days until the giveaway ends. You can go to RevRonaldFlores.com slash entry. Read the disclaimer. And at the bottom of that, you will see where to enter. We've already had entries, multiple entries. So I'm looking forward to more entries. I literally just packed up all the stuff. Here's something, though, that I didn't think about in the giveaway. What if they're not a size large in the shirt and the hoodie? Well, I have some medium shirts. We could always ask. I have some I have some different sizes. Yeah, I plan on in the email whenever they win. I plan on that email saying what size are you and all that. But I literally just packed it up in a box. So I hope to God you're a size large because then I have to unpack it. But that's not a big deal. And that's no big deal. Sounds like you're complaining about it. I'm hungry. <laughs> Verge of hangry. Okay. All right. So we're going to wrap this up so you can go get some food. Yes. So anyways, thank you guys so much for listening. And we will see you on the next one. Yep. Have a good day.